Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Oteil Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Hey everyone, this is the Helping Friendly Podcast. Um, today we're having a, a really important um, and kind of different discussion, um, something that that's not about the fish music itself, but about the scene and the culture. And um, there's been a lot of conversation recently online about um, harassment and assault at shows, particularly of female fans. And um, this is something that, that we all take seriously and we all want to have a discussion about and figure out how to make sure stuff like this doesn't happen anymore. Um, so... We have three ladies joining us, um, Jen, Felicia, and Shelly, who are all going to kind of give their perspectives, and then we'll have a quick discussion about about moving this all forward. So thank you all for joining. 
Thanks for having us. Thank you. Let's just start with um, this, the most common thing. And um, Shelly, you've done a little bit of looking around on message boards and stuff too. So um, it seems like the most common thing is just is ha- women being, you know, harassed, assaulted at shows, which is terrible in um, to even think about, but but seems more commonplace than um, than even, you know, we would imagine. And I guess, Shelly, do you want to kick it off and just say a couple words about about your perspective on this and, and what you found in looking around at other places in the community? Sure. Um, so I just happened to be on Twitter when Brian posed the original question that sort of kicked us off. And he asked, ladies, have you had negative experiences at fish shows? And if so, what happened? And I followed that conversation and participated in it as well. And I actually carried that conversation over to Reddit myself. I was the one that posted it on the fish subreddit. And there was a thread that came up on .NET around the same time. And so I started paying attention to it as well. And it does seem that the most common complaint were things like groping, ass grabbing and cupping, um, sort of grabbing ladies by the hips and sliding hands up to inappropriate places, um, invasion of personal space that shows of dancing too close and sort of being a creeper. And then on the extreme side, we actually had some stories of kind of aggressive sexual advances, including like unwanted kissing and even a couple of stories of guys with their dogs out at shows, which is pretty gross. <laughs> Absurd. And it's amazing how much information you found out there. And um, Felicia, does, does, does some of that stuff sound familiar to you? Yeah, I mean, um, I've been going to fish shows for a long time, but I think no matter how long you've been going, you've probably had, as a woman, something happen to you that was unwelcome and unwanted and kind of, it just kind of ruins your show. So I think what we're basically, you know, highlighting here in this discussion is that uh, it does happen all the time that uh, women and girls are approached and touched and, um, you know, assaulted in ways that are not appropriate ever and you know it is a fun place and fish you know truly is a place of elegance it's supposed to be special (laughs) so to have somebody invade your space and your body when you're having a good time and uh, enjoying a you know unique experience is really uh jarring and it, it really kind of brings a real negative feeling to the whole area and i think it affects everybody so um i don't want to you know paint a picture of fish as being some kind of unsafe place where it's so much worse than anywhere else. It's a feature of society that women are sexually harassed and assaulted all the time, unfortunately. And so this discussion is a great way to highlight, you know, that it does happen in our little corner of the world of rock and roll and that, you know, we can speak up for ourselves and just talk about it about being a real thing. I agree with you, Felicia. It's John, and I just wanted to say that I've been going to shows for a really long time, too, and actually just recently, in the last, like, couple of years, it's really become, like, almost okay for, like, guys to come up and, like, grab you, and it's just really wrong, and I think that also for girls, when this does happen, like, for them to know that it's still a safe place and for fish is just an awesome place to be at a show and to have it happen to you when it does, it's, it's just super 
awful and annoying and it's it's really disgusting just hearing the even the anecdotes not it's not even this you know specific stories but is and the vast majority of fans male and female i think are 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 good kind nice people and i think the majority of For us sure. you know see this or hear about it and are like oh my god i can't even believe that that would happen but it seems like maybe it's it's more common than we even give it threat of credit for and i I wanted to touch quickly on just the idea of this being sort of dismissed or minimized or written off as, you know, either apologizing for it or just like, oh, that, you know, don't worry about it. Is that is that something that you all have seen or, or heard yourselves? I definitely saw it on Reddit. Um, had I known that the thread would take the direction that it did, I would have never posted it. Um, it turned into kind of a nightmare there for a minute. Uh, the first two responses, one was accusing me of being a social justice warrior, and the other basically said, this is stupid, this happens everywhere, so why are you trying to pin it on our community as a problem? And I really want to highlight what Felicia said to that point, that I agree with her. I think it probably does happen less at Fish. Fish is a very safe place to be, but because that Fish community place is so special and feels so safe when it does happen, it is jarring. And it's jarring in a way that isn't necessarily true in the bigger world, if that makes sense. You know, it really, it really can just completely trash your mood for the, for the rest of the night. Yeah. Sometimes you have to leave or try to get the other person to leave. And people were discussing how to handle, um, you know, unwanted touching and uh, behavior at shows. And the, you know, the short solution is you have to get security. And if that means, you know, sure, if that means the actual security that's out in the, you know, concourse level, then get them and be like, yo, this guy won't leave me alone. He's bothering me. Like, take, either take me to a different seat or take him to a different seat. And I think that's all there is to it, probably. Mm-hmm. We're like hippies, right? Like, we don't want to get, like, authority figures involved. We want to get <laughs> along. Like, that's why we like Hampton and the GA shows, because we're good at sorting ourselves out. Like, we mm-hmm. can do it. And so we don't want to be like, oh, I had to go get the man involved to, like, help me out. You know, so people tend to be, like, try to downplay it or be peaceful because they want to enjoy the show. And, that, you know, you spend a lot of money and a lot of time to get there. So to have it be, like, you know, totally distracted um, in, like, a gross way is upsetting. But we have to do something about it because if we're just keeping, like, oh, it's no big deal, it's just going to keep happening. Like, I've left, like, my really good seats just because it was so obnoxious at some point. Haven't and you, you shouldn't have to left? do that. I no. know, but that I know. I totally agree. But to get somebody involved is right. I feel like, you know, we should probably be able to go to the, another person in the community rather than to go to security. But if it gets so bad, I think that uh, to get security would probably be the best thing to do. Even going to another person in the community, like I've had male friends step up before, and I find myself saying, oh, no, you know, don't, don't, I don't want them to cause a fight. Like that's just going to make everything worse. Right. So when things start to escalate that direction, as a woman, I find myself saying, don't, don't get in a fight on my behalf. You know, I don't want to get thrown out of this show. So I don't know that that is the solution. That is the question too, is like the objective is to enjoy the show, which is why you're there. So by downplaying things that happen, sometimes you can like refocus your attention, but it just, it just, you know, like, like anything, the answer is it depends. And, you know, you know, it depends on the people and how everyone else handles it, too. 
But yeah. yeah, I mean, we definitely have an element of policing ourselves, you know, within just basic civility. I also think a grand majority of guys at fish shows would stick up for any girl at a fish show. So I really do feel like it's not a lot of the regular fish fans that I know who do this. I really don't. I think that it's not um, the norm of any guy that I would ever hang out with to ever do that. It's always somebody. a minority. Yeah, it's always a minority of people causing a problem in any of these like situations. Like, it's mm-hmm. antisocial behavior. It's most people are nice. You're right. Yeah, and it's not, it's obviously not um, acceptable in any case. And I think, like, the, we hold the music and the band to such a high standard. Um, we obviously should hold ourselves to the same standard in terms of respecting the community, each other, and um, the, in people's show space, you know, and uh, let alone all the, all the personal violations, just like it ruins the experience for so many people. And this is, it's just, we should hold ourselves to the, as high a standard as we hold the band to, you know, um, which, which seems mm-hmm. simple, but I guess it's, um, hopefully, you know, this discussion is a lot more important now, given that in the last week we seem to have, um, you know, sanctioned, uh, sexism on a grand scale by the, through the presidential election. But, um, you know, so hopefully this kind of stuff doesn't become more commonplace. Um, and I think getting the, like you said, you all said getting, getting security involved, it seems like the safest bet. We obviously don't want to condone and encourage, you know, violence and people getting in fights and stuff, but for, for guys who, who, um, the majority of guys, what else can we do to, to create that space given that, you know, a lot of times it does seem like it's the it's the majority at a fish show is, is dudes. So, what else can people like us do to kind of just make sure that those um, spaces exist? The big one that I can think of is, I think that when it's your friend, your buddy, it's easier to dismiss crappy behavior. And I've seen that happen where a guy will just be being a jerk, and the friend next to him is like, "Oh, I'm sorry, he's just." really messed up, you know, he's not normally like this, you know, you need to be a little bit more firm if your friend is being this kind of jerk and let him know that it's not okay. Say to them and not to the person bothering them, do you, how are you doing? Like, do you need help? Like, can I help you out or what's up? And if they then are like, yes, like I need you to do this or like, can you stand with me? Whatever, then do that. But I would like ask the person what they need. That's a good point. And I think we're maybe hesitant to do that because we don't want to interrupt people's shows. But I guess if someone looks like they're in, you know, an uncomfortable situation, you all wouldn't obviously wouldn't mind if someone came up and, and tried to tried to do what we could to help. I think if you just be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, and if mm-hmm. the person needed you to respond, you know, in a more urgent way, they would be able to have an opportunity to do that. I personally go to shows by myself. So like just to be aware of um, I don't know, like a single girl just hanging out at a show, just to be aware that she's there is kind of nice and comforting. And I always felt like Fish was such a safe, a, a safe place for a woman to go by herself. And mm-hmm. it is. To hear about these stories is really kind of disturbing to me. But I've never felt like I, never, like I was super... Um, invaded i guess that that's how i you know i've always left the situation before it escalated so um just for guys just to be aware that there's some single girls that are out there that you know might need your help someday and i think that fish guys as a community would be able to 
to step in, and I really do believe that. I think that's on everybody, though. It's not just on the men at the shows to look out for each other, like be good neighbors. One of the funnest mm-hmm. things about going to a show is sitting with people you don't know and, like, being good yeah. neighbors and, like, making new friends and, like, enjoying the experience together. Like, it doesn't – it can be great. Like, it doesn't have to be unpleasant. So, you know, just – I feel like all we're asking for is a little bit of basic civility, which is keep your hands to yourself and your, like, obscene comments. It's not too much to ask, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be too much to ask. And – um I guess the the last thing I wanted to bring up was sort of along that along those lines, um, Felicia, from sort of behavior to just you know the way people talk or talk to each other, and um, I know that there's a lot I've seen this myself of female fans being sort of dismissed because they're females, and you know we've gotten we've gotten shit about having too many you know guys on this show, which which I accept, and we're trying to work on that, but um, it, it's hard to it's hard to be a, a female fan in that way too, right? Is that something that you all have, have seen or heard? That is the one that I personally experienced the most. Uh, I'm married and I do wear my wedding band to all fish shows. And whenever we get in conversations with, you know, the people around us or the people in the beer line, people always ask where you're from. And there's always this assumption that whoever I'm with is my husband. So when I say I'm from St. Louis and whoever I'm with says they're from somewhere else, you know, we'll get this, confused to look and I'll have to explain, no, 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 no. My husband's at home. He doesn't like fish. I'm here with friends. And I would say, I don't know, 30 to 50% of the time, the person we're we're talking to, usually a guy will insinuate that there must be something going on between us or that, oh, I would never allow my wife or my girlfriend to go to fish without me. Like, obviously because I'm a female, I don't know what the, what the thought process is there. I'm incapable of behaving myself or I can't possibly be there just for the music, just like you. So, you know, that's always discouraging to the point where people, when people ask where we're from now, I don't even want to get into that conversation. <laughs> like I just had this thinking feeling like, Oh, is this going to go well or is this going to go poorly? And a lot of times it, it does go well. And I've had some really great conversations with people about relationships and trust. And I've had people tell me, Oh, I hope I have a relationship that day that has trust like that. But when it does happen, it's a it's a really stinking feeling, and it just makes me feel awful. Felicia, what about you? Um, I am kind of oblivious, so no one's ever been like, "What are you doing here?" Name your three favorite fish songs. Like, no one's ever said that to me. Um, but I would never try to prove myself to anyone who demanded it on the spot like that. So. That doesn't happen to me, but I could definitely, I've definitely heard a lot of girls and women who have said that. Um, I don't know. I mean, fish fans are stigmatized in the general society. People think it's stupid. So I'm, I don't feel any, you know, more so than anybody else. But yeah, I guess I don't really care what people think of me. So I probably don't really notice. I have a lot of respect for that. We talked a lot about the, what happens at, at shows and kind of behavior at shows, but this obviously spills over into the online community, just like um, everything else in in life these days. Um, have you guys seen that or, or been or experienced that as well in terms of being dismissed or being you know harassed or whatever because of because of your gender? I've gotten some low grade internet trolling that wasn't very impressive. <laughs> I haven't but. experienced that so. 
<laughs> I don't put myself out there like too much about it, but and I, again, like I don't really care. So yeah, I guess some people probably don't think I'm a good fish fan, but I don't, you know, I don't really know. <laughs> and you, <laughs> there's there's obviously fan, there's fantasy tour, which is a, sort of a different. Um, oh, I don't go on fantasy yeah. tour. I have no idea what goes on over there. It's, it's largely not good. Um, and I have a friend, Mark Steele, who reports on fantasy tour for me, and like sends me things I need to know and, like, important stuff. Because Fantasy Tour gets the, the tour dates right all the time. They have good source over there. So you have to get, like, the best of Fantasy Tour. That's a good point. That's a good point. They do. Yeah. The tour dates are always good. Um, yeah. And, and I know that, um, Shelly, when you were looking into this, you saw some um, – I know that you, you said the thread, like, went was sort of a nightmare. And um, what else, I mean, besides, like, again – like Felicia said, civility and being, you know, trying to act like a normal person are all we're really asking, but are there other things regarding the online conversation? Well, I got a lot of public and private responses from my Reddit thread from women. And a lot of them said things like, I would have never brought this up myself, but, and then they went on to share their story publicly or privately I got messages saying things like, this is exactly why I won't bring this type of thing up because a nasty response is exactly what I would expect. You know, and I thought it was interesting because one of the comments in the Reddit community said, well, you know, I thought this place was better than Fantasy Tour. And my question is, why do we just miss Fantasy Tour is some other place that isn't a part of our community? And why is it okay for Fantasy Tour to be such a cesspool, especially in the way that they talk about women? And many of the tweets that came back to Brian said things like, I don't go on Fantasy Tour. Do you see how they talk about women over there? And myself as a woman, I don't have a Fantasy Tour account. I don't post over there. But like Felicia, I go looking for the tour dates. I go looking for the rumors. I go sort of sifting through the garbage. But I would never participate in that community as a woman. And if I did, I sure as hell would not let them know that I was a woman. Yeah, well, I mean, as as with most of these behaviors, I mean, like Felicia said, it's sort of antisocial behavior, and it's people who are, you know, um, not not well in some way or another. And hopefully, hopefully, just by sort of having conversations like these and continuing to be on the lookout, you know, we can help um, help make sure it doesn't happen as much. But what's um, what's the one thing that you want to leave people with um, based on this this discussion, um, Felicia? Do you want to start? Sure. Um, yeah, just that, you know, be good neighbors, be kind to each other, look out for people. If somebody seems like they're hurting or in distress, like ask them if they're, how they're doing. And yeah, I, I think this is an incredible positive experience and the band is obviously so special to all of us. Like it's a nice opportunity to be together there. So let's not waste it. Jen, what about you? The shows are a safe place and, um, stop ruining the moment and the the vibe of being in a really good place at a really good time. And um, there's people out there who experience the same things as you did. So if it's all right to talk about it. Um, Shelly, what about you? What do you want to leave people with? My hope is as a community and really as a society at large, we can get better at hearing each other. Um, my big disappointment in all of this came from the fact that people were very dismissive on Twitter at times, but more so on Reddit and on .NET. So, 
you know, let's be better at hearing each other and really trying to understand each other's perspectives. You know, if you're not a woman, instead of assuming that there aren't problems because you've never seen them, just listen. Listen to what the community is trying to tell you because there were so many stories shared. You know, and I think that's a lesson that we need to learn, not just as a community of fish fans, but obviously as a larger society given recent events. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great point. <laughs> and fish is a, is a place where everyone is welcome. You can buy a ticket and go to the show. That's like the beauty of rock and roll, right? Like everyone does belong there. Um, and it's a privilege to go. So uh, we can definitely hold ourselves to a high standard. Yeah, absolutely. And we should, we should hold ourselves and our, and our neighbors and everyone else, um, you know, it shows to the, to the highest standard. Um, and I hope that just by, you know, having this conversation, people will think a little bit differently about it. And I do want to, um, thank Brian Colligan is who you mentioned, Shelly, who, who put together a great, um, piece on medium after talking to some people and, um, chatting with you and, and looking around. He had some good, interesting ideas in terms of how to, how the band could help, um, which we didn't really touch on, but I think is a, another interesting um, angle of this. Look him up on Twitter to find the full article because I know he's got it linked and I think he's got that tweet pinned and yes. he should. Um, but to, to just sort of simply state what his idea was, it was to give people a number to text or a Twitter account to connect with fish security so that we're keeping it in our community rather than taking it to venue security, which we all know can be hit or miss depending upon where the show is at. It's a good idea. And there's a lot of other stuff in there and hopefully we can keep the discussion going online and obviously keep it positive and, you know, make sure that fish stays um, as awesome as, as it can be. Um, thank you all three for, for coming on and for having the conversation. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Again, this is um, RJ with Shelly, Felicia, Jen, and in the show notes, we'll post everyone's Twitter handles. And um, yeah, if you have thoughts, comments, obviously, we want to hear hear from everyone and hear people's thoughts and hopefully have discussions like this more often. So thanks thanks to you guys for, for getting us together. Thank you. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you'd cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. 
So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.